Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I miss you, man. This is an odd one. I didn't like this. You gotta say I miss contain it. You gotta say I miss you, man. No, first. no, no okay. I can't even contain it. <laughs> I had to say that first off the bat. But yeah, I miss you, man. Okay. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hello there, everybody. It's me, Lonnie. It's him, Dylan. What are we doing, Dylan? No, Dylan. 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 <laughs> oh. That's apropos that you fumbled it on this <laughs> podcast. We're talking about this movie. <laughs> uh, usually the show is about you and me taking each other on a journey each week. It could be about anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. But this is our mega series right? Mm-hmm. We, we go through the entire filmography. No matter the quality of one of our favourite actors, Christina Ricci. Oi, oi, oi. Now, it's interesting you say uh, life, everything, pop culture, Dylan, because I think this one it's actually a bit afterlife, isn't it? Would you argue? Do you agree? Or, <laughs> on the money there? Well, arguably, I don't know. <laughs> okay. After watching this movie. Uh, it's an odd one for sure. Um, yeah, as you said, Christina Ricci, she's our girl. We've been doing this for a long time now. It's our 40th uh, chapter of the Christina Chronicles. Mm. As we said, highs, lows, in the middles. I'm not sure where to put this one. It's definitely in the lower end. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm i still a little bit confused by it all, Dylan. And I've got some, as always, I've got some illuminating comments from Roger Ebert, which I think helps clarify a little bit. Do you want to give us a rundown, though, on, on, on what the film is and and where it leaves you, in? I think, in a sort of space in between knowing and not knowing? I don't even know how to describe it. So it's called okay. After Dot Life, hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Do we call it that, or do we just go After Life, or do we call it After Life? How's it pronounced? In my head, I've been calling it After Dot Life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the that Fantastic Four movie with Miles Teller. Mm. Everyone calls it Fan Four Stick. Fan Four Stick, yes, they, exactly. Because they put the four logo in the middle of Fantastic. Yeah, I guess after Dot Life, we'll take it literally. Mm-hmm. Um, stars three actors that I love, to mm. be quite frank. Mm-hmm. Love all three: Liam Neeson, Christina Ricci, and Justin Long. Felt he's been extremely underrated for a long time. And I actually also believe the kid from Iron Man 3 is in this too. Is that the kid? I'm not, I didn't even look into the kid, to be honest. I'm fairly certain that's the kid from Iron Man 3. The one who doesn't know who Tony Stark is, somehow. Let me have a look. That was odd. Do you remember that part? He's like sitting in his garage. He's like, who are you? 
How do you not know who Tony Stark is, kid? <laughs> I do remember bro. Um, well, what are all your three favourite actors doing here, Dylan? Well, they're in a movie called After Dot Life, mm. and it's about this lady played by Christina Ricci who gets in a car accident and then she wakes up in a, a mortuary, is it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, funeral home. It's a yeah, funeral home, yeah. yeah. And Liam Neeson's working on it because he's like the funeral home director, the mortician. Hmm. And he's like, you're dead, you're dead. And she's like, no, nah, I'm talking to you. How can I be dead? And he's like, Pfft. check the receipt, love. Got a coroner's certificate here. Says you're dead, actually. <laughs> Read him and weep. And then she's like, oh, no, no, I can't be dead. I don't think I'm dead. I'm walking around. He's like, no, you're dead. And the whole movie is just a back and forth of him trying to convince her that she's dead. And by the end, we don't know if she really was dead or not. It's kind of all for nothing. <laughs> In that sense. Why do, you say, why do you say that one? Well, we're left not really knowing. Do we just go straight into the ending? Okay. <laughs> Oh, we, well, we, as you said, do we cut the fat a little bit? Well, my, my main problem with the Dylan is that it sets up an interesting enough um, concept there about, you know, is he supernaturally talking to somebody who's in the afterlife or is he just a, a creepy guy who's got this girl that he's still alive and he's trying to convince her she is dead and he's like doing creepy stuff like in that respect. And there's a storyline of like people trying to figure out whether that's true or not. But it's kind of like that scene over and over and over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I, I couldn't really figure out what the um, like normally you know you think in a in a thriller horror movie, the tension increases, that it ratchets up as the story goes on and on and on, right? But it's just kind of like here's the interesting enough concept. There you go. That's all. Let's just yeah stick around for a bit. Yeah, it is an odd one, isn't it? And I don't... I think I thought it was pretty obvious. Because he says he, like, has the power to talk to dead people. But he's... Christine's, like, the only one that's, like, running around and... Yeah. ...is talking back to him. So I, I just assumed he's just crazy. Yeah. And she was actually alive, and he was just trying to convince her she was dead. Seems like the... It's not the same kid in My Man 3, sadly. No, it is. It yeah, is. Apparently not, Dylan. Well, they're wrong. Who is it? What's his name? Tell me. Chandler Canterbury. Is that the kid or the kid who's in this? The other kid's in this. The other kid is Ty Simpkins. Well, that makes this movie less interesting then, so good job. <laughs> I don't know if like it's not my fault. It's not my fault. like um, it even less now. You <laughs> fucked it. You ruined it. Awful. Um, okay, well, if you want to skip to the end, then, Dylan, of the movie where we're left well, not, I mean, knowing. Justin Long plays into it a bit at the end, so we'll figure out what he's doing. So, basically, what kicks off this whole car accident is that he is about to propose to Christina Ricci's character at dinner. And she is just the biggest bitch <laughs> I think I've ever seen in a film. Would you agree? What happens? She won't let him get a word in. He's 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 ramping up his speaks. Um, I love you. Let's get married. Speech. And he starts off by saying, "Oh, you know, my boss is um offering me a transfer." And she's like, "Oh, you're dumping me. Fine." Walks off, and he's like, "No, no, no, no. Let me finish." She's like, "No, that's it. It's over." 
Fuck you. I'm done with your shit. No. Yeah. I actually am not dumping you. No, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm over it. I know what How you mean. You? And like, to be fair, earlier in the film, she seemed like just passively lying there as he has sex with her. Clearly, they've, <laughs> yeah. they've got issues, right? And she's unsatisfied with her work, it seems, that she's a primary school teacher. So I think she's got other stuff going on. But she really doesn't take much to set her off, does it? No, because I was going to say, would you still commit to proposing if earlier that morning you're making love and she lay there like a dead fish? And then the first thing, basically, that he says to her at dinner is when she sits down is, let's not fight tonight. <laughs> Clearly a bad relationship. Yeah, that and that's a shame because the rest of the movie is about, well, she's like, she dies after the, the fight. She runs off and she drives away. She's a bit, bit drunk and she's crying and it's wet weather and stuff. So that's how she ends up in the on the mortician's uh, table. Uh, but before that, they don't seem particularly happy. So it's kind of like the rest of the movie is him feeling guilty. He thinks like he's caused her death, right? Um, but it's like if they were happy, lovey, they were about to get married, they were really excited, you, you kind of feel more like... Feel, feel more comfortable in his journey about trying to get her back. He thinks he might, she might be alive. He really wants to get her back. But things weren't yeah. so great beforehand. So uh, the guilt... No, she deserved to die. I'll no, say I'm, it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying no, that. No, I'm saying okay. it. I'm saying it. I, I get the guilt aspect to it, right? But I think you still build guilt into that storyline and have them be happy. And yeah, part, absolutely. I, you can just play it that he's like emotionally devastated, which is kind of how he does play it. I think he's he's doing a lot that isn't there on the page, old Justin. Oh Long. yeah, mate, he's one of the best. I Acting his butt off, underrated. yeah. Um, I also I th- backhands a kid at one point. Yeah, well, that's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there's like a sixth sense kid in this mm-hmm. movie, kind of. He's just a weirdo. He like goes to the funerals, and he's got a bit of connection with Christina because he's a teacher at his school. Mm. And then the kid like sees her in the windows of the mortuary one night upstairs and he tells Justin Long's character and he's like, nah, don't, don't mess with me, kid. And then the kid's like, oh, you don't want to say it because you didn't really love it. And he just fucking <laughs> floors this kid with this backhand in the middle of school. <laughs> and he goes for more because they, they held him back. <laughs> he's like, let me at him. And the, all the teachers are like holding him back. He's like, what do you say, little shit? <laughs> it's hilarious. You're right. He fully commits to it, though, which is makes it work somehow. That whole storyline. The the kid, I'm sad sad to say, isn't particularly great, and he's not given much to do. He's very blank and, and vague, and just just sort of there, creepiness sort of stuff. Just supposed to be a creepy kid, yeah. Yeah, didn't love it. Her mum is around as a character too, Christina, and, and there's a hint there about. Well, first of all, I was concerned about, like, Justin Long didn't find out from the police that his, his long-term girlfriend is dead. Like, what's going on? Why wasn't he told? Seems Even like though the, his mate works at the police station. Yeah, didn't get the fuck. Dilma Sword. Seems like that the mum was the next of kin on whatever paperwork they have, and she doesn't like Justin. But then they never really explain why. Like, you, you stole my daughter away from me. There's hints, right, that... Christina isn't particularly happy in her life. And it's only when she dies that she realises she's got so much to live for. I get that, right? But I, I only think 
when she comes back alive, if that's what happens to her and her and her dream doll, right? Well, surely she's going to dump Justin Long because she hates him, and she's not going to spend a second with her mum because her mum's an awful bitch. So I don't really understand why they were characters the way they were. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I guess it kind of plays into it because by the end, mm. she like has the opportunity to he like lets her go. He's like, come on then, if you want to live, and then she doesn't do it. She chooses to stay dead or believe she's dead. Yeah, I mean... Also, Liam Neeson racist against dead people in this movie. He's throwing around the you people a fair bit. <laughs> he is. So where do, we, where do we think it plays out, Dylan? In your mind, watching this this film, what is the actual storyline? What, what's actually happening? Is Liam Neeson crazy talking to dead people who aren't really alive? Does he have some sort of supernatural gift? Is Christina someone who was alive, or is she a spirit? What's what's the go? Nah, I, th- I think it's just Liam Neeson, just serial killing, okay. to be honest. Okay. Because apparently everyone that's dead is always wanting proof, and he's like, he doesn't want to give him proof. But then, also, at one point he just brings out a mirror in front of Christina Ricci, mm. and she's like, oh yeah, I am dead. And that's when she stops fighting back. Do that at the start, Liam. Why go through all this like day or so of her trashing your office and getting pissed off and yelling at you? Just bring out the mirror straight away. He should have this routine down pat if he's done this that many times. I agree, Dylan. I, I, my thing was that if if he is someone who's found he's got a natural gift to talk to dead people, right? Which that can happen in no supernatural story. I'm okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I can be on board with that as a plot device. Hmm. It just seems natural that he would then gravitate towards a job where that comes in handy. Again, that makes sense. He's a mortician by himself. I, I get that. Mm. But why is he like an antagonist towards them? Why isn't he somebody there to help them along the way to accept their journey towards death? You're right. That's he should why have... I think he's. That's why I think he's just crazy. Well, that's right. That would make more sense if he was had a routine. He's like, sorry, it's really bad. Um, I'm preparing your body to go. You need to accept you're dead. Um, nothing I can do about it. And here's some proof for you. And let's have some talk talk about it. That'd be a bit of a therapist almost, you know. But if you think it's more that he has gone mad after the many years being around dead people and he starts to resent them, I think I think I can buy that, that he's just a crazy person. But then, well, Dylan... He's, that, he's... Yeah, well, that just means most of the movie is redundant because it's all in his head, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. it is. Yeah, that's terrible. He, he's like, I think he's talking to the kid at one point. He's he refers to like people who don't appreciate life mm. as dead. So I think it's just kind of like a boring saw, to be honest. I think that's what's going on here. Yeah, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. He just he just he resents the living as much as the dead, sort of thing. The idea. I think he just hates people who don't appreciate life. Yeah, right. And so he treats them as basically dead already. I see. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, she may be. I don't know what you're <laughs> I found it weird... From a, a writing and directing choice, more, more writing, I suppose. As I said, I'll give you, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can pronounce the director's name. Oh man, I, I, I saw her name. Um, Anisha, what would you lost Lou? <laughs> no way. No I way don't think that's correct. right. <laughs> and good luck to anyway. you. I mean, there was some direct, oh, some man. directing was okay. I thought, I, I thought some of the yeah. editing was kind of fluid in the beginning. Um, as it goes along, there's like so many scenes where Liam comes in to do something to Christina's body, her, her dead body, and she like starts fighting back and criticizing him, talking back, and then he just like leaves. Like, what are you going to do something here, mate? Like, what's the go? I don't really understand what's happening. And even if he was like a real creep, right? But then he had this, he he had some sort of way to get them on his side, and then. She accepts her death finally, and then the reveal is that oh wait, she's actually alive, and he's just a real sore like creep. That could have been cool because he could play he can play a nice sort of grandfatherly role, the old Liam Neeson, and then turn on a dime and be evil all of a sudden. That could have been cool. Yeah, good twist. That would have been a good twist, wouldn't it? If he's this guy who's like got some deal where he, I'm not sure how you do the mechanics of the rest of it. He he buys off the police or he. <laughs> I don't know. He he got a he got <laughs> and a, the Ambos. Well, maybe he's got a he's got a whole network of people who are all creeps. You know that that would be a way to do sure. it, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. And yeah. part of it is yeah, convincing folks. He got some fetish for burying people alive or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that could happen, I suppose. Sure. I've got a quote here, Dylan, mm. from Roger Ebert, and I mentioned it earlier, and I think it's good now to to add it. Right. Sure. Sure. So he's talking a little bit about how there's the two sort of two warring storylines about whether it's true or not, right? And the film sort of comes down to um side for yourself, basically. So yeah. he says, from her point of view, Christina's that is, she's still alive when the earth starts thudding on the coffin. From Beacon, who's Liam Neeson's character's point of view, yes, I think from his point of view too that she is alive in the coffin as it, she gets buried alive. But from ours, the director says audience split half and half. And that's how I split. Half of me ceases on evidence that she's still alive. And the other half notices how the film diabolically undercuts all that evidence. I think the correct solution is Anna is a character in a horror film that leaves her state deliberately ambiguous. So basically what he's saying is because it's a movie, it's up to you to make your own call. In the movie, doesn't really want to tell you either way. What um, Roger goes on to say, though, Dylan, he says, 
I think in a way the film shortchanges itself by not coming down on, on one side or the other. As it stands, it's a framework for horror situations, but cannot be anything deeper. Yes, we can de debate it endlessly, but pointlessly, because there is no solution. We can enjoy the suspense of the opening scenes and some of the drama. The performances are in keeping with the material. But toward the end, when we realise that the entire reality of the film is problematical, there is a certain impatience. It's as if our chain is being yanked. Well, said it all, didn't he? He sure did. He sure did. We've only got so many of him left. I'm glad he was here for this one because it helped me a lot to think about this movie. He he said that Liam Neeson is also ambiguous but sincere. He didn't have much to say about Christina this this movie, which I think is strange, Dylan. Interesting. What do you think of Christina and her lack of clothing? <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense thematically. Um, I mean, what do you want me to say? I can't. I, f I find it uncomfortable. We grew up with her at this point. I know. I know. Don't like it. Don't show me her boobies, thank you. One thing I'll say about this is that there's a certain element of her being in this sexy lingerie uh, red slip, right? Which is a little bit alluring. But for the most part, I think it is, it's not shot in such a suggestive way. It's not supposed to be that sexy, I don't think. Sure. It's creepy, though, because she's, yeah, essentially playing a dead body on a slab. Like, that is, I think they're playing up the creepiness more. I just think back to, like, Black Snake Moan, where she was filmed so sexily, you know, but mm. she was playing a, a, a really troubled character, which it felt quite weird to be. For her to be filmed in such a way when her character was had such a sad backstory, you know. Mm. But at the same time, yeah, just like yeah, she's naked a lot in this, isn't she? I don't really. Yeah, like the whole back half of the film. Basically. Mm. No good. I've got another review here, Dylan. It's from Real Views website. Show notes, obviously, will have it in there. Uh, James okay. uh, Berardinelli. He says. In playing the corpse Anna, Christina Ricci reaches back to her days as Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family movie. Although this part is distinctly adult, Anna walks in a slightly awkward way that hints at a growing loss of muscle control, and her pale appearance is what one might expect from a zombie, even though it manifests itself while she is still alive. I mean, she's pale most of the time, so it's not particularly <laughs> important, oh, yeah. I guess. Um, for about half the film, Richie is dressed in a slinky red undergarment. For the rest of the time, she's naked. This is easily the most flesh displayed by a mainstream American actress in a long, long time. It's also as non-erotic as possible. Um, also says, I admire filmmakers who take chances and defy expectations. Admittedly, that sort of thing doesn't always work, and there are flaws aplenty in Afterlife. But the criss-crossing drama between drama, thriller, and horror is nothing if not arresting. It is also unsettling. In the end, no matter how you look at it, the whole thing doesn't quite come together. There are gaps when the film fails to play by the rules of its own internal logic that will frustrate some viewers. Yet, the echoes of afterlife linger in the memory 
long after the impressions of countless safe cookie-cutter productions have faded. Do you agree with those statements there, Dylan? No. What does this have to do with Wednesday Adams? Nothing. The fact that it's (laughs) horror-ish, I guess. I guess? She's pale? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Yes, that's it. But it's like two completely different characters. So I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> I, I I agree. It's you know as you said, not very erotic. The the nakedness that's a fine point, but I I don't think it is particularly unsettling. I I felt a bit bored no. during it. Yeah. No, I'm usually uh usually susceptible to scares and that, but mm. there was nothing that scared me in this. There was one point where I was like, I think it was Justin Long was having a nightmare, and mm. she like rips out her own heart or something and tries to hand it to him, and that is. God awful CGI. Looks yeah. like jam. <laughs> it's great. It's no great. I've got one more little review here, Dylan. I think you've got some from YouTube, which are also pretty funny. <laughs> I went to Letterboxd, though, our good friends and partners on Letterboxd. Um, the unwashed masses. <laughs> the unwashed masses. The degenerate filth, you call them. Uh, Absolutely. Le- <laughs> Levi, two stars. You'll like this one, though, Dylan. Um, okay. As a warning, Levi has used some language I don't really agree with, but I'll, I'll see what you think, Dylan. He says, Justin Long putting his whole pussy into every mid-range 2000s horror movie he got cast in. He did that for me. He sure did, didn't he? I mean, again, the language choice is not what I would use, but I agree, for sure. <laughs> Oh man, he's good though. He's he's very good. He he almost brings it together. I think Christina's actually really good too. Um, given what she's well, got to work with, she's pretty good. There's the scene where she actually gets in the accident and swerves. That's pretty bad acting. Like I'll call it out when I see it. But she's like, ah, as she swerves into an accident that supposedly kills her. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Look that otherwise, she's pretty good. When she's being buried alive, which is a it's a bad bad thought to have. <laughs> bad situation. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to be that. I mean she's pretty rough, good. eh? Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't like that. You don't condone burying alive, do you? <laughs> There's one very good bit of funny bit of dialogue, Dylan. I don't know if you picked up on this. Um Liam Neeson comes in with the dress, right? For Christina. Yeah. And she says, What's that? And he says, it's your dress for the funeral. And she says, oh, my funeral dress. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's how it works. Yeah, too good. Uh, did you know Dylan and I used to work in a funeral home? So you're a creep, are you? No, I left pretty quickly. You're a big you. old creep. You embalmed people. I didn't do yeah. that. I, I wasn't doing the, the niece and stuff. I was doing the um, the slideshows of the photos for the funeral services. <laughs> oh, you were the editor. Oh. Yeah. I did it only for a few weeks in the end. It was a bit creepy, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It's a creepy place to be. Mm. For sure. I wouldn't want to be there late at night. No. And I, I was not up close to people, but I was like, you know, staring at photos of people who had died and putting them together. Got it gone. It was yeah. very strange, yeah. Yeah. 
You have to be a special type of person to work in those situations. Yeah. I think. Some folks thrive, and people on the team were, but I wasn't. Oh, yeah. Good on them. It was also really weird hours. It was like, I just sort of finished uni, right? And it was like a couple afternoons a week. And like, so it's not really paying the bills, you know? And plus well, I mean, it was... it's not going to be round the clock dead people. You've got to wait for them to come in, mate. Well, yeah, but I was supposed to like just come in and help. And I was like, well, this is kind of hard to get a flow on. I'm only doing like two hours an afternoon a week sort of thing. You know, it didn't really. So you want a consistent line of dead people through the funeral home. That was your complaint. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. That's what you're saying. Well, I don't know about you that. You wanted some, some consistency well, in your work schedule. I did. And then after that, I, I left for I left that job and wound up another job, which was taking uh, Christmas photos with Santa, which is very much a different oh, part a, of a job, right? <laughs> polar opposite, isn't it? It's what I needed <laughs> after well. after being around dead people. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it worked out well for Fine me. Stuff. Hmm. Did you find those YouTube comments? Yeah, man. All right. Hit me. These are the real unwashed masses here. Like, Letterboxd has nothing on this. Yeah, the, the people who've, who've paid money to watch this on YouTube and then want to voice their disgust. <laughs> on YouTube on itself, YouTube, but yeah. not on any no, 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 site. Exactly. Yeah. Unfiltered. Pure unfiltered comments. comments, right? Oh, pure madness, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of it just boils down to they didn't like it. Sure. We got here, first one. What drug was the director of this movie on? It's absolutely horrible. Wow. Fair point. Tough. <laughs> Somebody commented before they watched the movie, I haven't watched the movie yet, but that was a terrible trailer. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer myself, but I imagine it wasn't terrific. I did watch the trailer. It was okay. There's a lot more love on the trailer than the actual movie. Really? Strange. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly. Next comment, one sick demonic movie. Hmm. Don't agree. Not really, Don't hey. Agree all, I think it could have been sicker yeah. and more demonic. That would have been good. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. It's the worst movie I've ever seen badly. Okay. No, I agree. I agree with that one. I mean, uh, I think I agree with the spirit of that comment, if not the actual words <laughs> in it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I hate this movie. It's so bad. So bad. Fair. Yep. Now this this last one here, Lonnie. We might have to go crack some skulls here. Can't stand Christina Ricci acting. Yucks. Whoa. It's not a nice movie at all. Cheap production. I mean, say what you want about the movie, but Christina's sacred to us. Yeah. You hear that, Shenikum? We're coming after you. You no. left this a year ago. Jeez. Still out there, probably. But now you're on our radar. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Some people, Dylan. Some people. It's not on, is it? Not on at all. No. I, 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 I don't think... I'm not sure what it is about Christina and her career, but she seems to go back to the horror well pretty regularly, doesn't she? And she needs to stop it. Because <laughs> those are the worst ones. <laughs> they truly are. Think of that one we, did, we watched together at my place. Yeah, the happening. No, not the happening. Gathering? The gathering, that's right. Yeah, that was shit. We both fell asleep. Oh, I fell asleep for sure. Did you fall asleep? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, no good. And then there was the, <laughs> the one with Jesse Eisenberg. Cursed. Yeah, cursed. Or maybe because she can't get a good one, she really wants to nail one. That's the, that's the idea. <laughs> I mean, she's trying, I guess. She is. 
All right, there's some more coming you up don't at need least. To, Christina. Oh gosh, <laughs> it doesn't need to be. I don't Stay think. I don't think that Alpha and Omega is a horror <laughs> film. The animated film from no notable animation studios. No, I don't think so, Orny. Yeah. I don't think that will be a horror. But movie. Justin Long is back, so that's cool. Hey, there he is. <laughs> is he putting his whole pussy in it? I hope he will. <laughs> he has to be, right? <laughs> that's his signature. That's how he acts. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to check whether it's easy to find. I know this is... Alpha, oh, it has to be. It's a shitty animated kids movie. It has to be on something. It's, it's already on Prime for us. And Stan. We can watch half on Prime, half on Stan. How about that? We could, couldn't we? <laughs> okay. Finally. Cannot wait. Multiple options to view a Christina Ricci movie. Those don't come along very often. No, we, we've said this before. We were thinking eventually we'll get onto a track where all the films are easily accessible. I don't know if we're there yet, but is hopefully this, we are. Is this where it begins? I don't know. I'm not sure about the Hero of Colour City. That's what I'm a bit concerned about. No, that has to be everywhere. There's no way it's not. Let me check. Yeah, cheap that would be to throw on a streaming service. Look, it's on YouTube. That's all right. We're going to have to pay for it. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, well. No, that's not... Oh, yeah. No. It's only an hour and 17 minutes. That, that should be okay. Shit. We do have to pay for that. That's not good. Well, in a nutshell, fun, magical, and spirited. Can't argue with that. That's pretty good. Okay, let's wrap up after dot life. Um, not so good, is it, Dylan? No, one of the worst. Yeah. Bottom of the barrel, for sure. I, I'm hoping that one day we'll watch a fantastic horror movie where she just nails it, because it hasn't quite happened yet. I don't know. If it, does, is there any left? I don't know if there is. I'm going to say no. Hmm. Well, there's still time. She's not, not necessarily because of her, but because of these schmucks. Yeah. They're not doing good. I have to wonder... What Casper? What about Casper? Well, that's true. There? I think maybe there was something about Casper and uh, Adam's family where she was, you know, child in supernatural stuff, and so they want to bring her back later on. Also thinking, overall, there's something you can do at the end when we finish the Chronicles, Dylan, is like... Looking at you know, recurring themes, or whatever, doesn't seem like there's always nice mum characters. Think of this. Think of um, Prozac Nation. It's got Morticia though. Morticia's great, sure. Other ones I'm not so keen on. Oh, Sleepy Hollow, by the way, that's a horror film. She was okay in, and it was okay. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was it okay. Was okay. Yeah. It was okay. It was fine. It was it inoffensive. Was... Yeah, exactly. Anyway. That's been us talking about After Dot Life. I wouldn't rush out sure. and see it myself if I was you. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Oh, I don't think, actually. All right, we've got a big back catalogue of Christina Chronicle episodes. Um, we've got 39 before this, so you can find them in our back catalogue. And while you're there, what else is there to, to listen to? What sort of other episodes do we do? Only a hundred plus episodes on everything you can imagine. Mm -hmm. You pick ten random topics out of the air, we'll have covered at least one of them. <laughs> it's true. Um, we've got some guest episodes as well. Um, I think they're always good songs to go because it's not just our boring voices, but some other other boring voices as well. Yeah, it's a smorgasbord of boredom. 
No, always good stuff. All right, Dylan, I'm going to go back and find some more Christina movies to watch. Until then, I'm going to say, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.